Welcome to the NP Worship Podcast. Join with us as we grow in music, creativity, and servanthood. Hey everybody, welcome to episode four, A New Hope, of the NP Worship <laughs> Podcast. Hope. I'm your host, like Kyle, that. here with Andrew. Say hello to the fine hey, people. Hey everybody. Not lovely this time. And Kim. Hey. What did I say was? <laughs> no, he called us lovely, lovely on three. You were like, I'm the loveliest or something. Oh, yeah. I am the most It was lovely. awkward. Yeah. yeah, most lovely. That's what it was. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, welcome back, guys. Yeah, we're, we're doing here. it. It's a Thursday. Thursday. It's beautiful outside. Mm. We should be sitting outside, but it we don't have the too big warm. windsock thing for the microphone. It is so. much too warm outside already. No, it's not. Andrew would be sweating if we were sitting what outside. It? It's in the shade. Outside. It's, it's like not way 81. too hot. <laughs> it is. My watch says it's 81. It's 79. Mine says 81. I'm going Because it knows him. It's like, please don't go outside, Andrew. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, we're here, episode four. A um, new hope. It is a new hope. <laughs> That's what we're going to call oh this episode. Oh, my goodness. We're going to start out by talking about our favorite Star Wars movies. We should have a whole episode oh. about which episode. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, no, I, like, I like the most recent trilogy better than the originals. Hmm. It's hard to watch the originals because they just don't look as good. We're probably going to start some division here, but big time. Well, I'm going to throw everybody into, like, anger or something. I have only seen the originals. Oh, my goodness. Four, five, I have six? not. No, oh yeah, like the, oh, like the, the ones that came out. If you're when only going to see three, those are the three to yeah, see. Yeah. Because and, as soon as you see the new ones, you'll be ruined for the others, I think. <laughs> I just, like, oh, I don't, I don't, man. I think that they are something I would be interested in. I just haven't it's a lot of found time. an interest to do it yeah. yet. Mm. So... So we're not talking about Star Wars this episode, but maybe in a future episode. <laughs> um, today we're going to talk a little bit about music, mm. obviously. Song selection. Um, we'll talk a little bit about like some service flow stuff. Talk about some new music. And then we will hear what's been inspiring to Kyle lately. Especially from Kyle. Especially f- from Kyle, but also from us. <laughs> um, so first thing, there is so much good music coming out right now, I feel like. People like speeding up their album releases and yeah. recording new stuff and... Um, all the worship leaders, except for Kyle, doing these Instagram lives where they're just leading songs. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, that will be coming out when? Next week sometime? Give us some new um, hope. Oh my god! Give us a new hope. Oh my um, goodness. But yeah, so much good music. I think, this is my theory, I said it first, that <laughs> artists are going to be coming out with tons of new music like in the next few weeks, I mm-hmm. think. People are just going to be recording because mm-hmm. they're stuck at home. Yep. Um, or in their nice studios at home. So... With that, there's so much good worship music out right now and so much more coming. And each Sunday at North Point, we usually pick like four of those thousands of songs, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough thing to do. Um, and also you guys listening, you probably also are choosing songs for things you're leading or you listen mm-hmm. to music at home or you have your personal times of worship and you're picking songs to listen mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I sit down at Spotify and I have the hardest time, like, picking music. Yeah. Like, yeah. what should I listen to? No, I, li- I, yeah. No, I literally threw it out to people the other day. I'm yep. like, what should I be listening to it's, right now? And it's such a good tool because yeah. it's so hard to yeah. pick. Yeah. So, um, with that, I kind of want to talk about that, how we do it here at North Point. Like, how do mm-hmm. we pick songs out of the thousands? Um, and a little bit more than that, I would kind of want to talk about how you each, Kim, Kyle, uh, would approach that like for yourself. Say you're leading worship at a home group or you're mm-hmm. picking for some service or mm-hmm. uh, maybe you're just like had some friends over and you guys are going to sing a song. Like what song do you pick? Um, it's kind of what I want to talk about. So first first off, really quick, what are the differences, if there are any, between like a personal time of worship mm-hmm. and a corporate time? Are there differences in those? What do you guys think? Yeah. 
Yes. I think so. What are yeah. they? Mm. Or what makes them different? I mean, well, gathered worship's different at every church. Um, churches, yeah, are all different. I would say one of the things that is different at North Point from like my personal times of worship is that uh, I just try to spend more time like listening mm. in times of private worship. Mm. Um, whereas when we're gathered, we want to express our love to God. And I mean, we should always be listening to God, but yeah. I'd say that's probably... That's good. That's the first thing that yeah. came to mind when you asked that is mm. the con- the conversational aspect. Kim, what do you think? I agree. It's just like a sitting in it. That's why I've like, yeah, I have certain playlists that I'll play specifically because they're just maybe quieter. They're Mm. introspective. I mean, there's intentionality behind the ones that you choose that are way more personal Mm. because they are in fact, uh, the, the wording of it is very personal or yeah. Yeah. You can just sit in it longer. A lot of house fire stuff just like lingers and just kind of stays vamping on stuff for a while. And you can just kind of, Mm -hmm almost kind of visually imagine yourself doing that. I mean, I've stood in my living room just mm. blaring it mm. and worshiping by myself. Like, have you ever done that with, like, Alive by Young and Free or something? Like, I just really need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on and it, like... You could regulate your heartbeat that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kim's I need to, talking I need about to walk soakers. down by a... Quiet... <laughs> just turn them on <laughs> yeah. and you just let I it I need soak. to walk down by a quiet stream and listen to, like, Planet Shakers or something. That's right, yeah. <laughs> just, it's a good vibe. Mm-hmm. No, I think those things are really good. Yeah, it makes me think there was this one time at a summer camp. This was in high school, but I was like, well, every teen is like angsty at points. So mm. I was like in one of those like emo phases um, where I was just like, I just need to listen to some good music. Mm. And so I was listening to, uh, I think it was Stephanie Gretzinger's first album, the like Come Out of Hiding one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And those songs are all kind of like that mm-hmm. where it's just like, you feel like you can just sit and listen mm-hmm. and feel and brood. Super, yeah, brood. Yeah. So we get mm. angsty. That's good. Okay, so that's that's good. Anything else um, that makes them different, you think? Personal times versus corporate times? I, oh, I think that's a really good point about like listening versus... So many things. Exclaiming. I mean, one of the things that's distinctive about us is uh, 1 Corinthians 14. So like there's instruction there uh, that when you, when you worship with unbelievers present, that you should do it oh, in a way mm-hmm. that is helpful mm-hmm. and understandable to them. Because uh, if you're doing something that doesn't make sense to them and they dismiss the gospel based on what you're doing, mm. that you've lost your opportunity to minister to someone that um, doesn't have a relationship with God. And Yeah, that is a good point. The audience is different yeah, for that's, sure. Well, that's I was going to say that. One of the rudders in what we do. That, yeah, the wording in and of itself, personal and, mm. and then corporate. So like what yeah. I'm going through personally is going to be different than either the two of you as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put on music and I'm going to listen to music that is like speaking to the heart of where I'm at, mm-hmm. but that's like individual. Yeah. And so, you know, like where I'm standing, what I'm experiencing is different. When we're in, when we're in corporate worship, we're kind of thinking of the more like larger picture of like, yeah. what are we experiencing maybe as a city? What are we experiencing as a church? What do we, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think you're, and you're, look, you're looking at lots of different things as well, but I think it's in and of itself in the names, personal. It's yeah. gonna be way more personal. Corporate, it's going to be way more, like, bigger thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. In the, like, gathered context, we're thinking about serving other people. Hmm. Um, whereas, like, when we're in private worship, we're just ministering to God. Mm-hmm. And ministering, like, that word's translated serving in the Old Testament. Hmm. Um, 
And so, I mean, everything that we do mm. throughout the Bible, it's like, man, when you serve a person, you're really mm. serving God. Like mm. Jesus, yeah. that's like a main theme in the Gospels. Um, but mm. I can I can sit down at a piano and sing out of key, and it can be awful, <laughs> and that could minister to the heart of God, but it would not serve you two. No, I would leave. If my goal <laughs> is for the three of us to join our voices together and sing together. Yeah, like, uh, Kyle, you take this one. Yeah, so that would be worship, <laughs> but not leadership. Yeah. And so when we're together, we're focused, I mean, mm. That's primarily yeah. focused on honoring God in everything that we do. The word that comes to, to mind is like sacrificial. So yeah. maybe with the corporate is mm-hmm. more of like a, we are like sacrifice. We're putting down our oh, own yeah. preferences, laying those down yeah. to like meet the bigger need of the like gathered yeah. people. And there's so much, like that's so good. That's why I think we really need private worship and gathered worship mm-hmm. because if gathered worship was replacing that in my life, it would turn into something that would not be helpful to a large room of people. Yeah. Uh, and if I never am alone with the Lord, like it's just, yeah, I just think that we need both. So. And I was going to say, when you do have personal worship, it adds to the corporate. In other words, because oh, yeah. you've kind of like, I don't know, like kind of lit a match inside of you mm-hmm. that like all worship becomes like ignited inside of you. So, you know, like somebody's maybe being asked to lead a song that they're maybe hearing for the first time or are stepping into mm-hmm. for the first time they can like consume it in a whole different way because of the personal worship that they've done. Um, and that is going to then pour out in a different way as well. Yeah. As opposed, it's not just a song at that point because you've learned how to yeah. like take the words and own them and believe them and, mm. and speak them in a way that like yeah. is at the heart of who you are. Yeah, yeah. and the, the secret place is what we call that, like mm. out of the spotlight. That's what David did with the sheep, mm. you know? Yeah. Like he ministered to the Lord in the secret place. And because he was faithful there, God anointed him and God blessed him. And yeah, it makes me, it reminds me, if you haven't listened to the last episode, it was actually um, Shane Ham from Team Night so mm. doing ordering your, private wor- ordering your Private Life, Ordering Your Private World, one of those two, but yeah. same thing. But one of the things he said in that that you guys both just talked about was like, you can have activity without intimacy. Yes. And I think like if you're leading, I guess the question is like, if you're in this corporate time and you're feeling like I have nothing to give mm. or like this feels weird or I mm. feel dry or empty kind of what that that last episode prompted me to think it was like it's probably because there's something out of order mm. like your your activity is probably out of order from the intimacy it's with a symptom. Jesus yeah mm. so what you're saying I think Kim is spot yeah. on like if you're a leader on stage and you think like I can just go lead on stage and that's that's mm-hmm. all I need your you. your private life is out of order. Yeah. Mm. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. We said we wouldn't Stop do that, but podcast. it's super right good. Right now, listen hit pause. It's really good. Go back to three. Um, I think that's very, Yes, Shane, we're talking good. to you. Stop and go back to listen to yourself. It's a little long, <laughs> but it's worth it. Oh, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Um, Time well spent. Okay, so with that said, all those things, uh, is there a difference between the songs you sing? We kind of touched on this, but hmm. maybe specifically, like what's the difference in the songs that you would sing in like personal times or listen to? versus songs that would fit corporate? Or is there no difference? I guess could be an answer too. But for each of you, is there like a difference in which songs you pick? I think there's a difference, definitely. Immediately when you say that, um, I thought of Thank You Song. Um, Mm. Perfect example of like, we love the song. We love, um, man, it's message. Um, But there was the bridge, which was a little, is, is a little bit wordy. It's a little... So I guess the thing that that I would say is we are looking for things to be easy for people to like 
sing. <laughs> mm. uh, um, and, and not like we're never going to choose songs that are a little bit more difficult or anything like that. But that if you'll go back to like the original time we did Thank You Song, we did the original bridge with it. Um, as we went and did it more, we all agreed, man, you know, there's a there's a bridge in a house fire song that we could actually fit in there. Kyle had said that, and we've been doing it now with that bridge. And it just adds to the singability of that. It adds to the um, stepping into it with people. Because I more think accessible. when it, yeah, when it gets like uh, hard, mm-hmm. um, that, okay, so you're only as strong as your weakest link, something like that. Anyway, the idea is that like those people out there that just, if it's too hard, they just don't. Mm-hmm. And we don't want for people to not step into it. Like mm-hmm. we want it accessible for all. We want for even those that might not be like musically inclined or it's really easy to step into worship. We want for them to also be able to step in and not find a reason to be like, that's too wordy for me. That's too hard for me. I'm going to step away. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? That's for sure one of the factors. Accessibility, singability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. else that makes songs different? Like you pick um, this for your home, but you In terms of like song selection? Yeah, like would you pick a, a different song to lead on Sunday versus one to sing at home? And yeah, why? yeah. There's a guy, uh, I think his name is Gordon Fee, and he says, show me your church's songs and I'll show you your church's theology. And I heard that and was like, oh man, that's really good. And his point is that like, if all we do is sing about God's love and grace and we never sing about his holiness and how he's like, his robe is drenched in blood and he like mm-hmm. is an all-consuming fire and these more challenging aspects of who we believe God is, um, man, we have an incomplete understanding and we only worship one part of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we'll never see God in his fullness until we get to eternity. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just making sure that we're, we're singing about all aspects of God and not just the ones that like <laughs> we're drawn to. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, that's, that's good. good. I think uh, at the same time, singing about, um, man, how we like live out worship and not just what God does for us mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to sing a song about God giving me peace and God giving me this and God doing this for me and God blessing me. And, yeah. but also, man, uh, I- I'm created to exist for God and mm-hmm. to live for him and, so there's so many things, but those yeah. are a couple that came to mind. Mm-hmm. You guys, yeah, you made me think both of you. Yeah, I'm just repeating what you said, but I'll claim it. Um, <laughs> but basically, because the audience is different yeah. in like a corporate or a group setting, even a small oh, yeah. group setting, like your th- mm-hmm. the the accessibility, the can people actually participate is different. Like yeah. I could be at home, I could listen to the strangest song ever, mm-hmm. and still can really like find that as like a moment of worship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But that same, that very same song in like my small group of people or my home yeah. group or like in a student service or something. Oh, yeah. Everyone out there might just be like, what is this? Not I to leave, say that mm. you shouldn't, like that boundaries can't be pushed and that there is like art that can be expressed. But mm. I think just thinking about that, like who is the audience? Yeah. There's always an audience of one. I think that's true. Like yep. God's always yep. the audience. Mm-hmm. But in a corporate setting, like if people aren't engaging, then why are you? singing songs together you know like why wouldn't you just not do it then if they're not gonna be a part of it absolutely i don't know that's what makes me think yeah that's good um Mm. another question kind of related what's the first thing that you personally like are drawn into a song by so whether it's a personal time or corporate time doesn't really matter but you hear a song and you're like this is a great song what is it about it that makes it like something. Why are you smiling like that? Because I love <laughs> that good music. It, like, oh. We both smiling. So really. yeah. So like, what is it about that song that you love that drew you in first? 
Is it like the melody? Is it like the story or the yeah, artwork yeah. or the like the album cover or what is it? Yeah. Go for it, Kim. What is it, Kim? Oh man, it's like the words are huge for me. Hmm. Word Kim art. Kim is like a poet, by the way. Like she I am is. not so a poet, a but I yeah, love songs yep. that are just so deep in the <clears throat> the wording of them. Um, they just last night did Here Now, which is one of my favorite songs mm. Um, mm. from Empires. And again, just the wording, it, they did such a great job of just like, man, I, I feel like as a believer, um, I'm, I'm, I constantly want to like remember your first love and remember those like early times of coming to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting teared up just thinking about Do it. it. Yep. And so when like a song can strike that mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. you again, mm-hmm. like that just yeah. reminds you of like how beautiful the story of Jesus's sacrifice is. And it just brings you to that first love. It brings you closer. Yeah. So words are huge for me, especially if I'm like, wait, what did they just say? And I'm yeah, like, I gotta life. hear that again. And yeah. you guys have already heard, I can spam a song like crazy. Like I can just listen to it over <laughs> and over again. I and mean, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I just, I wanna consume it. I want to like remember You said, it. I think in a past episode maybe that you like, will listen to a song until you know every single word. I demand it upon yeah. myself to know every word. That makes sense. Because that that when I sing you know. it, it just has a different, it sits on my mm. heart different. It's not just a throwaway. It's not just, it's like a, I wouldn't like rush through a really fancy, expensive meal. Like I wouldn't just oh, no. like, you, chew on each you like steak. enjoy oh, it. Yeah. You like savor it and you remember it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's a meal, my husband and I had like an anniversary, we went to like San Francisco. It was like New Year's Day, nothing was open. <laughs> and, um, and not because of COVID. Yeah, not because this was a whole different <laughs> this was pre-global world. pandemic. Yeah. But we ended up eating at this place in San Francisco that was so expensive. And, you know, like, you know when you walk in and there's, like, no prices anywhere, you're like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. This is I can't afford so this. Bad. So bad. <laughs> but we have talked about that meal to this day. Mm. Like, it was so mm. good. And that's exactly what I think, like, mm. because it was so good and because we took our time and because mm. it just meant so much. It had so much value. I feel like that's the same way I feel about it. Like music, especially. Mm. Side note, yeah, we, me, so my wife and I were in Tahoe for, I don't think it was an anniversary, but it was like just a trip we took a couple years back, maybe. And we went to like this lakeside restaurant. Mm. And same thing, no price on the yeah. lobster, but I was like, <laughs> lobster sounds I'm doing so it. good. Yeah, I'm doing so it. I asked them, I was like, what's your like uh, market price on the lobster? And they were like, oh, that th- I think it's like 93 today. And I was oh. like, um, I'll have the uh, flank steak, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's oh, insane. Good well, I didn't. Asked. I didn't tell you what we ordered, by the way. Oh, what was it? <laughs> we ordered fried chicken, which what? is <laughs> because again, it but was. But it was that, the best fried chicken you ever had. It was the best. Yeah. Okay, it was like practically the whole chicken. It was the best fried chicken. It had like collard greens mm. and some like specific kind of potato. Mm. It was guys. It was so good. Mm. It was so good. Ooh. But anyway, yeah. It was like okay. comfort food that's at so its good. best. Okay, sorry. So don't buy the lobster. I'm so hungry uh, now. Kyle. <laughs> so for you, what is it? That's, what's the first thing that draws you into like that great song? Oh, that's a tough one for me. Wordplay mm. is huge. Um, it's part of why I love like early John Mayer and mm. Ben Rector, mm. and like I just love. It's very intelligent. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you played a David Crowder song when we were like recording that not too long ago. That we open open what? skies, oh, open skies. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Perfect example of what I'm talking about. Mm. Like you started mm. playing it, I was like, oh my gosh, the mm. song is so, <laughs> so good. good. I listened to it like three times it's the next powerful. day. 
Anyway. Yeah. So I word play. play. Uh, number two is just instrumentation, mm. like hearing great parts. Mm. Um, Not necessarily any specific instruments, just that no, they're done well. Just really well written. Yeah. Like parts. Yeah. First thing that draws me in, that's a good question I didn't honestly think very much about, but I feel like like the sound to it is pretty important to me. Like the width of, like if I listen to something and it's like purposefully bad, I have one of my, my best friend like is obsessed with this band that's like the biggest band in the world, I get it, but it just, their records just don't sound good. Mm. Because they were recorded like 50 years ago. I get it. They were groundbreaking, whatever. Man, but you have so many people wondering. They just don't sound don't that great. So many people. Don't say it. They just it. don't sound that great. Probably better. Sure. Not. I admit, historically, probably the quotation mark best band in the world. Oh, but wow. I don't, I don't listen to it because it doesn't sound that great. But so I would say oh, just man. like the, yeah, the, the production of the sound is pretty important to me. Okay. Which is why I love like certain Bethel records. They just sound so good. Mm. They're so big and wide. Mm. And it's like, mm. how did you possibly even make this in my headphones sort of a thing? You like Bruno Mars a lot? I do like Bruno Mars a yeah. ton. Like 24 Karat Magic, which I do not endorse publicly, but no, no. that song sounds so good. Don't learn all the words oh like Kim goodness. said. Yeah, don't. Listen not, to not, not not as, Just <laughs> the music. Don't listen to the words. Don't, listen them, to don't do the music. It's killer, man. I think I saw him on the Grammys or something years ago or some show like that. Hmm. And it was just like the all, having all the brass and all Unreal, these pieces. Yeah. It just sounds Well, so you mentioned JT, and I was like, yeah. I watched a Saturday Night Live with him. JT's, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounds like, so good. The but layers. Yeah, the yeah layers. The, just the, that musical quality is probably, melody is pretty up there to me too. Like if there's a really good hook, mm. I'll be drawn into a song. Maybe it makes me oh, basic. Probably the know. number one thing I think is hearing hearing somebody else put into words something mm. that you've always yeah. wanted to be able to say. Mm. And and then you're like, oh, you, you said that mm. thing. And mm-hmm. like I've always, mm. do you have a song in your mind right now that that mm. before or no? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but oh, so many. It reminds me of it in high school. This is not still my song, but I, there was a point again, angsty teen years. Hmm. Uh, a Sayosin song. Ooh, you're come not on. alone. Yeah, you know that song. And it's just like this is saying everything my heart is feeling right now. Yeah. So right now, maybe it's actually a perfect song during this COVID season. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're feeling alone, go listen to Sayosin. You're not alone. It will hmm. cheer you up. But that's a really good thing. Is like. There's something about music that like just teaching can't, like just words can't, like in a conversation, it's different mm. than it is when it's set to music. Mm. Like the it does something else. Like it connects on this different level. It's really interesting yeah, and really amazing. Do you it's have powerful. one? Do you have a song on your head you want to say? One that's like voicing your inner oh, thoughts. Oh, man. You this is, it's probably going to embarrass me. <laughs> it's going to embarrass you. Well, now we really oh, have okay. to know. Yeah, this what's is embarrassing. one that you're like, they're singing what I'm feeling. Oh, yeah. Dreaming with a Broken Heart, John mm. Mayer. The year was 2007, maybe. <laughs> the year was. Good stuff. Yeah. Any classic John it's, Mayer. Uh, mm. When you're dreaming with a broken heart, waking up is the hardest part. Because you have this dream and yeah. then you wake up and you're like, oh, it's just a dream. It's I wish I could dream again. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. That's, I don't know. That's good. 16-year-old Kyle thought that was pretty profound. I think it's still good. Yeah. And that was on oh, CD, by the way. <laughs> they all were. So was Sayosin, I think. Yeah. It's probably not now. I mean, none of it is. Well, but. not anymore, but... Um, okay, that's awesome. So here at North Point, so kind of we just talked a little bit about what we like in songs, what draws us in, but and then also how we choose them or how we would choose for our own times versus not. But here at North Point for our services, we sort of have like a way of looking at songs, at least a way of approaching like which songs should we lead. I'm curious, Kyle, 
what is that? Like, what, what things do we look at? If you could break that down to a simple couple things for people, like, how do we choose songs for our services? We sing about the gospel because we always want to tell the story, like the big overarching story of like, we were, God made us, but mm. then we were separated from him. And then through Jesus, he brought us back to him. Um, and we always sing about God's character and we always sing about what it looks like for us to live out worship. So mm. trusting God, obeying God, surrendering to God. Those are kind of the broad strokes. Do we do those in certain order? We always start with the story of the gospel because we want somebody who uh, maybe has never heard about Jesus to know right off the bat, like, yeah, the broad stroke, just context to kind of frame the service. Um, and then we always want to send people back into mm-hmm. their week. Um, yeah, hopefully with some steps to go live out worship. And so we're always the last thing that we sing almost always it's art. So we break the rules, but yeah. um, almost always is uh yeah, expressing or articulating our worship. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so... Basi- and then other things in between. But yeah, a bunch of other stuff. But those are the big if ones. If you want that, you have to email um, kylewilliams at northpoint.org. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so with that, basically, what you're, I think what you're explaining is sort of like our liturgy, our flow, our mm-hmm. kind of like way we mm-hmm. look at services. Mm-hmm. For someone who doesn't know what that word is, and I said it, which makes me smart, um, not really, I actually just read about it, but... Andrew um, is pretty smart. Liturgy. He is smarter than I sure. well, How yeah. would you guys... Stop. That's what smart people say. Here's some more space. Just keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, you do, you're, um, in, you're doing this. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing a little hand thing where you're like <laughs> saying on, more. But no, saying no, 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 really. No, no. Um, for those of us who have never heard of the word liturgy or like what does it mean? What is a liturgy? What does it mean to have a liturgy in a service? Want to help us out? I don't actually know the definition, but I think it's like formula or the expectation mm-hmm. or the pattern that like you, exp- you know. We probably would use the word like flow, flow. like a flow of service. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yes, that's good. Okay, so if that's true, do I have to have a liturgy? Is it important to have a liturgy? Could I just like pick songs or? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? I can guarantee people are out there like, oh, great. You have this big formula you use or, oh, cool. Like, that's great. I don't need that. Well, yeah. So I think people that like know a lot about religion like there's like liturgical religions mm-hmm. where like yeah. literally if you gather in that expression of faith, you're going to say the same words that yeah. people for like hundreds and hundreds and yeah. hundreds of years have said. Like you're in a mm-hmm. church and you're reading Every and you all time. say it at the same time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or an action like, at the same time. It could be like Latin mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So that's like liturgical as that sense. Mm-hmm. But you for sure could make an argument that like every church has a liturgy, mm-hmm. even if it's like Anything could happen. We don't know what to expect. So are you saying mm. not choosing a liturgy is choosing a liturgy? <laughs> this is feeling like dicey it. right now. I feel like I'm not supposed to say this, but no, yeah. I think it's true. No, that's I mean, true. even yeah. if you sat down, even if you sat down and you were like, hey, we're just going to like sing whatever song God tells us he wants us to sing. That that's would be, that, yeah. For that I day, would, yeah. or you could say, one could say, yeah. one could that, say. That, that that would be a liturgy. Hmm. So. Yeah. We're and not I, necessarily saying one liturgy is better than the other either. I don't, right. That's not what we're saying yeah. at all. No. We're just saying that when you are leading a service of some kind or yeah. even participating, there is a liturgy. There is a flow. Oh, a, yeah. There is some type of order happening. C.S. Lewis has this great quote about how part of why people love church is because they love predictability, consistency, consistency. and there's like a third one that he mentions. Mm. Um, but also Mark Rivera 
Shout out to Mark Rivera. Hey, He's Mark. Like, man. Yeah. Hero of mine. Um, anyways, but he talks about how he had a friend years ago who was like, he, Mark was like, hey, why don't you ever come to church with me? He was like, you know, just mm. trying to be consistent and invite mm-hmm. him. And he's like, I know what is going to happen every single week at your church at 945. Mm. But if I turn on, I think he was a Cowboys fan. But if I turn on the Cowboys game, I have no idea what's going to happen 10 minutes into that football game. Anything could happen. And he was, you know, the point yeah. to be made was that like this church was maybe a little more yeah. patterned in their liturgy and that was something that this guy didn't like yeah um so on one hand it's like some people are really well served by walking in and not knowing man are we going to yeah. sing are we going to pray is it going to be loud is it going to be introspective and other people are really well served by walking in and saying hey yeah. we're going to read words in another language that my grandparents that and their yeah. grandparents like mm-hmm. you know so it's mm-hmm. god uses all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people so. yeah that is good Kim, what you got? No, I was just Bring listening to you thinking it, it has nothing to do with, it has to do with what you, what you just said. I just <laughs> thought to the guy who's like saying, oh, I could just watch this game. It's like, well, yeah, but there's still four quarters and there's, there's still like, yeah, there's still yeah, like, there's still a literature. There's, there's, football there's, game. It, yeah. there's still a structure to what yeah. you're watching. But within, which honestly is a good point. Like, cause even here, like within our liturgy, within our flow and our, the things we do, there is space where things change i mean like god does something and we're like oh we're gonna do that now or Mm -hmm. like we're gonna stop and pray here because we feel like we should or we're gonna invite you to a b or c yeah we're doing something this weekend in one of our songs and we're just gonna like invite people to be reflecting on god's faithfulness to them Mm. and that if they're home with their families that Mm. like they would do that on behalf Mm. of one another Mm -hmm. and like yeah and that's not like written into our order our liturgy but right it's like an opportunity to kind of yeah just follow what the Holy yeah. Spirit's doing, basically. And mm-hmm. who knows? The Holy Spirit could do something different in yeah. this person's house or that person's mm-hmm. home or mm-hmm. on stage. With, you know, yeah, for sure. That's just cool because that's who God is. Yeah. yeah. So to rephrase, there's always a liturgy of some kind. I would say, I would, <laughs> I would you don't make want that argument. on the record. Of it. Yeah. I love how he's like avoiding that's it. That's good. Okay, so really quick, hmm. I want to talk new music for about really quick. <laughs> we're like you were gonna say two minutes <laughs> for really, for really quick, quick minutes. minutes. So each of you, what's something that like, what's an album, song, artist, something that you've been listening to that's like new or new to you uh, recently, and what do you like about it? Like, why do you like that? I found a guy named Chris Renzima. I was in line at Costco picking up a pizza, and my song ended, and Spotify <laughs> recommended him, and I was like, "This is a great song," mm. and I found him. And what do you like about it? He's a little more singer-songwriter than, like, um, yeah, I just, I have a soft spot in my, spot in my heart for the singer-songwriter genre. And uh, his instrumentation I really like a lot, too. And he's got good wordplay. Mm. Mm. So go check he's him out. He's got it all. He really is, yeah. Trifecta. That's right. Kim, what about you? What's Isle, Isle Vista Worship. Yeah. What do you just, like about it? Uh, it's got good groove to it like you can just kind of sit and like just kind of yeah it's a little funky yeah it's just mm-hmm. fun to like be in it you know it kind of makes you want to like move <laughs> makes you want to smile yeah it makes you want to smile um because i think you know you can definitely get into like the heaviness of, of certain songs and and i think there's a place for all of it but uh, i've just in i've just loved just like playing it and just i don't know you yeah. know vacuuming or cleaning or writing or whatever it's just it's fun to be around running errands with it mm-hmm. it's good energy yep 
Andrew? Yeah. Um, the newest one I've been listening to probably a bit has, is actually Jeremy Riddle's like live thing he released, oh. which yeah. I don't always like. I like to listen to lots of different music. What? No overdubs. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I buy it, but uh, wow, but right. honestly, it's like a really really good. I hope he trolls the comments. <laughs> really oh my great, gosh, yeah, Jeremy Riddle does. Oh my gosh, he subtweets you tomorrow. Um, You've made it. Yeah, really good album though. If you haven't listened to it, it's like basically yeah. a bunch of songs from around the world. So they have these different singers from different like, yeah. like he's in Brazil with some Brazilian worship leader and mm-hmm. they're singing That's the song cool. together. It's really cool. That's it's cool. really good. Um, so wow. part of it will be in like Portuguese and then it'll come back to English and and it's all mm. live mm-hmm. supposedly from his worship nights and <laughs> I stuff. Love how the yeah, really right good. Um, <laughs> so I think I like that. I like the the element of like live and around the world and this like global idea of an album. It's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, final questions to hmm. wrap up. Each of us will answer this one first. What's something that's inspired you lately? Kim, go first. Mm-hmm. I painted. You painted. I, you know what? Huh, no. Oil base? Water base? <laughs> no. Yeah, what kind of painting? Wall painting. Oh, oh roller painting. <laughs> Just awesome. with a well, roller. That still counts. No, that it, counts. it's honestly very therapeutic. And it's funny because we just talked about this in a couple of episodes ago, right? We're talking about if you work with your mind, then you rest mm. with your hand. And it was very much that because, you know, family kind of helped tape off and then, you know, they could all kind of care less. They're just yep. trying to get the chore over with. And I'm like, no, 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 let me. Just Take let me. Here. Just let me. Just let me. <laughs> One roll at a time. And so I just did it. I like just did it myself, just Ooh. blasting music and just cutting in and just roll. I don't know. All of it was just very like, therapeutic and calming. I could just sing as loud as I wanted to and yep. just, I don't know. And you're accomplishing this thing and you're seeing something change. There's so many different like yeah. levels of like, mm-hmm. oh, parts of me that are just like love yeah, to-do lists funny. and checking things off. I was like, oh. So many people hate painting. I so love painting. Yeah. I love yeah. painting. I love rolling more than the rest of it. Yeah, the cutting in is pretty The like, cutting stressful. in like, just yeah. took me kind of forever, yeah. and that was a little like, a little dang rough. it, there's another wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Kyle? Hmm. What's, been insp- <laughs> what's, what's, what's inspired you lately? What's something? <laughs> Give us something. I know you got something. I'm going to lie to people oh on our podcast. Oh, my gosh. Um. <clears throat> all right. I was watching this guy cook a fried or scrambled eggs. He's mm. the German guy from MasterChef. The German guy. Oh, he's like an old German, old German guy. Not oh, Gordon Ramsay. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Puck. Yeah, oh, I was. I was yeah. getting there. I was getting there. I, I was his, so I close. I could like hear his voice yes. in my mind. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, watching him, I mean, it's scrambled eggs. Like, does he do them Gordon Ramsay style, or like, what do they look like? What's the end product? I, I watched it on a flight okay. that was pretty long, so I couldn't really tell you. Like, is it, like, real runny still at the end? Yeah. Isn't that, like, over okay. easy? He over was, like, easy? well, like, Americans always overcook yeah. their yes, scrambled eggs. Exactly yeah, it. don't overcook the scrambled eggs. Yeah, apparently the proper scrambled egg is, like, <clears throat> still pretty runny. A little runny, yeah. yeah. I'm into it, though. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I can't stand burnt eggs. So he was, like, don't use rubber spatula. <laughs> And the guy was like, well, it's going to ruin the pan. And he was like, people don't come here for nice pans. They come here for good scrambled eggs. <laughs> I really mm. like this accent. Awesome. We should do a whole episode wow. like that. Yeah? That's good. Oh, oh thanks, my man. gosh. Um, something that's inspired me lately. Uh, <laughs> no, that wasn't my real inspiration. Oh. <laughs> no, well, we figured that was it. I scrambled mean, eggs? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Uh, that was good. I that was, yeah. That. All right, take for it. For sure, then. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, everyone's making breakfast at home right now, right? Niche, but no, I think it's good. Um, something inspiring. Uh, I love this show. I love the show uh, Songland. 
I was just mm. going to ask you guys. I've so never good. watched it. Oh, it's amazing. In so its they entirety. Just released, I think the new, I don't know if they released a whole season, but there's new episodes now. And it was, um, whoever, uh, whoever the artist is on there is always just like some person that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Usually it's not like anyone big, but um, it was, it was Lady Annabellum, I think this last time. Yeah. And Which I, I love them. Yeah, yeah and I love being like, I should listen to their music. There's mm. something about being on that show where I, it mm. makes me want to like listen to them again. Mm. I, I would love to yeah. write You should music. do it. Submit a song. I would love do to it, do it. I know I would never do that Come on the on show. Now. I just mean like I would love to write music. That would be so well, With those producers too. They're so brilliant. Fun. The songs that go in are like good, but mm. you always know whenever they whatever they bring out is going to be so good. Well, they, I mean like even the like uh, advertisement or whatever for it. It, the like just watching them interact and like oh my gosh Super if you change that word to this yep. and then they sing it and they're like oh yeah no that's the hook it was like oh man you're right brilliant. that is and yep. that's how it happens gotta watch Songland it's really mm. good it's really fun um, okay last question what's what practice have you done this week it has to be this week to grow in your music creativity or servanthood so Kyle yeah a couple weeks ago on the podcast said worship online is like, Hey, yep. we've got nothing but time right now. Like mm-hmm. get a membership. So I texted him the other night. I'm like, wait, what was the name of the place again? <laughs> and he's like, worship online. I'm like, awesome. Getting you did it. subscription now. So I hadn't pulled out my guitar in a very long time. It needs new strings, but I could not find the strings. <clears throat> so I played with old strings, um, which wasn't great. Uh, my fingers killing me. I don't even yeah. think I can get through two songs. I was like, oh my God, I feel like it's going to slice through my pinky. Um, <laughs> but it was a blast. I mean, it was just so great to like go, oh yeah, it's kind of like riding a bike. You remember how to do it. Like I remember the chords. It's not like my brain just took over and it was totally fine and stuff. And then I was like, okay, two songs down and I'm still hungry for more music. So then I scooched over to like keys, which I didn't have what I needed to do that. So then I went into the really out of tune piano and then started playing there. And there's just something like, I don't know. It's like, um, makes you come alive when you can just like, um, hear a song and now you're the one actually making that happen. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just feel like it's like another level of like personal worship that I just want to get to. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to remember, I want to go back to like, I mean, I have been playing music since I was in like, not like, I was, I played the violin third grade is when I started playing music and I just, I love it. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it strikes a part of me awake Mm -hmm. from like a slumber, like just like wakes me up. It's like throwing my head in like cold water or something. It's just like, yo, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's exciting. And so, yeah. I'm going to keep going down that road. Worship online, right? That's what Worship so online. Curious, yeah. go do it. And right now, I think they have like their top six songs and they have uh, free tutorial videos Shoot, for every part on that song. And they're good songs. Cool. So I think it's just right do now, it. like during COVID. So go check it All out. Right. Kyle, what's a practice you've been doing that's like helping you grow in music, creativity, or servanthood? Does shelving count? Sure. Yeah. I've been building shelves at home. Yeah. Did some... Uh, Two different sets of shelves for M. I might have to ask so, you to make me some, and I'll buy, I'll buy them let's off do you. It. Yeah, yeah. I also make kitchen tables and benches and <laughs> Kyle, the woodworker. Things, so. Reminds me. Well, I need all of those things, so I guess I'll just put in Come an order. Yeah, <laughs> I think it counts for sure. Creativity, like it's helping me figure yeah. out how to do that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Ooh, I heard uh, somebody say that they they don't actually think Jesus was a carpenter oh. because of the scarcity of wood in Israel. Huh. It's more likely that he was a mason. Mm. So, I don't know. Like a Freemason? Felt a little heretical to me. Yes, Freemasons, hmm. but oh. anyways, my brain just like kind of rabbit trail. But yeah. 
Yeah, so it's been fun. So never mind, Kyle's not like Jesus, apparently. I'm not like Jesus. In his woodworking, at least. So many people can confirm that for you. <laughs> but I have enjoyed woodworking lately. It's been really fun. And, Ooh, and that good. what Kim said about working with your hands to free yeah. your mind. I wasn't going to – I didn't – I didn't plan on this kind of stealing what Kim was doing too, but I've been uh, picking up my guitar again. Hey! Hey-o. Now, not well, and I have the same problem as you. I don't have any new strings for oh, it, man. and I don't really want to buy any because... Oh, no, I bought like three oh. pair. <laughs> like, that is it the Jagmaster? No, the, no, no. I've been uh, just playing my Taylor a little Taylor. bit. Playing along mm. with Steph and learning some keys there stuff. So. Mm. Yeah, just doing some more music. Mm-hmm. You know? Awesome. It's been fun. So in a year from now, we're just going to play together... A for little a podcast. podcast band. Ooh, that'd be really yeah. fun, actually. That Just would. live. Maybe we'll do that in the future. But yeah, that's what's uh, that's a practice I've been doing. So with that, mm. thanks for listening. Uh, we will catch you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.